Welcome back to Rocktail Hour, an hour's worth of rocking good time in about 15 minutes with your buddies Tim, Treg, and Michael. We're three old guys that are a testament to the fact that rock and roll keeps you young. In each Rocktail Hour, we bring you our favorite stories behind the greatest rock and roll tunes of all times and other interesting musings about the tunes and the rockers who've inspired us over the years. In today's Rocktail Hour, Treg is going to tell the story behind Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. Thanks, Tim. It was a sad day recently when R.E.M. announced that they were breaking up, and I felt that as an homage to uh, R.E.M., we needed to do a song. My favorite R.E.M. song is Everybody Hurts, because of the emotional power that it carries. This was a song off of Automatic for the People that was released in 1993. Most of the song was written by R.E.M.'s drummer, Bill Berry. And in essence, there's no great mystery to what this song is about. It's an anti-suicide song. Barry wanted to reach out to people who felt they had no hope. Now, this is in stark contrast to some of the other songs that we've discussed by Judas Priest and Ozzy Osbourne, who are sending the message that suicide is the solution to uh, if you're hurting. But the message in Everybody Hurts is very clear. The first couple of lines say, When the day is long and the night, the night is yours alone. When you're sure you've had enough of this life, well, hang on. Don't let yourself go, because everybody cries and everybody hurts sometimes. R.E.M.'s guitarist, Peter Buck, said that the reason the lyrics are so straightforward in this song is because it was aimed primarily at teenagers. Buck told the BBC in 2005 that if you're consciously writing for someone who hasn't been to college or is pretty young, it might be nice to be very direct. In that regard, it tended to work for people of a lot of ages. Michael Stipe has also said that he didn't want younger people to have to worry about metaphors in this song. A lot of R.E.M. songs are filled with metaphors and analogies, and sometimes they're hard to decipher, but that's certainly not true of this song. And in addition, Michael Stipe purposely sings indecipherably on many R.E.M. songs, and it's very difficult to understand the words that he sang. For the same reason, his vocals are very clear on Everybody Hurts, because he didn't want his message to get lost. The simplicity of the music matches the message as well. It's based on a beat from a drum machine that cost $20. It's a simple waltz-like melody uh, that was written by the drummer, Bill Berry. It gave the song a sort of metronomish feel, as he has described it. Berry has said that uh, he and Michael Stipe cut it with this drum machine, which is, he says is just as wooden as you can get. We wanted this to flow around uh, human and not human at the same time. It's interesting that the string arrangement for the song was done by Led Zeppelin's bassist, John Paul Jones. Mm. Everybody Hurts uh, became something of an anthem for the disillusioned and the disenchanted youth in the 1990s. It's, it's also uh, interesting that, uh, the, that the song has been used by a lot of charities for a lot of events, uh, most notably uh, a fundraiser for Haiti, which is kind of interesting since it's about suicide uh, for other charities to use it in for any uh, type of relief uh, fundraising arrangement um, is kind of interesting. But the, the message, everybody hurts, I guess can apply uh, to a broad spectrum of things and not just people who are depressed. Well, Michael Stipe has also said that he can no longer claim everybody hurts as his own because he feels it belongs to the world at large now. It's become much bigger than just him or the band, and it's become part of our culture. Now, I guess we can play it without uh, fear of copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how he feels about it once we play it. <laughs> Clearly, it's entered into the public domain. <laughs> you know, I have to say, as a parent, 
I didn't know that uh, about this song. And I'm feeling a little bit of gratitude. Being a teenager is hard enough, but if, if the reason that they wrote this song was to reach out and speak to people who were, you know, feeling badly about themselves or to just let people know that um, others cared about them, uh, kudos to them. Thank you. Yeah, and and for, for, actually it's a little surprising to me because my 11-year-old daughter had just uh, come off the, uh, the dance competition circuit last year and the song that her teacher or her instructor had chosen for her to do her dance to was Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. I certainly had no idea it was about suicide or else we would have picked another song. <laughs> well, it's not about suicide. It, it, it's about not committing suicide. It, it is. but it, and, and to me, in listening to it, I always thought it was more just um, a, a uplifting and, and a song about hope. And that's certainly what it's become, yeah. What was the dance like? It was a it was a uh, lyrical piece, and <laughs> you've just exhausted my vocabulary of dance. So, <laughs> <laughs> this song came out about a year before Kurt Cobain's suicide. I, I read online that that uh, Kurt Cobain and Michael Stipe were close friends, and that Stipe was one of the last people to talk to Kurt. Uh, before he died. It's even said that when Cobain killed himself, he was listening to this song. I don't know whether that's just an urban legend or not. Uh, they don't know for sure. When the investigators found uh, Cobain's body, R.E.M. was still playing on his stereo. The, the video is kind of interesting. It was filmed in Texas on an interstate freeway, and it's in, it's in this giant traffic jam, and the, the camera pans to various cars and will flash on people's faces, and there will be subtitles underneath them um, expressing what the, the individuals are supposedly thinking, which contain various thoughts of you know, depressed thoughts. Uh, you know, it'll flash on a boy, and, and the subtitle will say, I wish my daddy wouldn't yell so much, or it would flash on you know another guy and say i wish my wife wasn't cheating on me or something like that so it's, it gives you the perspective of being able to get inside people's minds who are feeling depressed and as the song goes on and michael stipe is walking through the crowd and then he stands up on an overpass and is singing the song and everybody gets out of their cars and walks away the 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 very last scene in the video is a is a helicopter uh hovering over all of these cars that are empty and and uh, wondering, you know, where all the people went. It's, you know, hundreds of cars that are just sitting empty on the interstate. It, it leaves you kind of with a, with a kind of, I thought, with an empty feeling. But interesting. Some of the other great lyrics. When your day is night alone, hold on, hold on. If you feel like letting go, hold on. When you think you've had too much of this life, well, hang on. You know, one of the things that makes this song so great is Michael Stipe's ability to really channel empathy. Yeah. When he's saying everybody hurts. And in fact, one of the earlier versions of this song, um, one of the lines was everybody hurts, even the singer. You know, where he was channeling some of his own pain from the past. Well, one of the main problems I think that, that young people feel uh, is that they are all alone in their in their problems. That somehow they must be the only ones that have ever experienced this feeling that somehow they're the only ones that ever feel isolated and, and that, they've, that they're the only ones that have ever suffered depression. If there was any advice that I would give to young people is there are a lot of people that understand exactly how you feel because you are not the only one that's ever felt that and that this too shall pass. 
Tim and I both have uh, kids that are just going through high school and middle school or junior high, and and uh, we've seen the atmosphere that they live in, and there's a lot of people who face a lot of challenges because there is some false measurement that you're expected to live up to at that age. And yeah, wow, I got news for y'all. None of us ever live up to it, <laughs> not even those that think that they're setting the standard. But uh, life certainly gets better when you gain a better perspective with a little bit of age. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, you know, young kids, you need to know that there's always somebody there for you. And, and maybe this has taken a little more serious twist than we normally go, but uh, I love this song now. I didn't know that that's what it was about. And, and if you can get a message out to everyone uh, that there's always an alternative to your pain, uh, that is positive. Thank you, R.E.M. There is so much power in rock music, and that's why I'm such a big fan. Yeah. Whether it's a song like this that carries so much emotion and such a great message that's universal, mm-hmm. or it's a song like Stairway to Heaven that just makes you want to rock and gives you you know, the energy. Well, we talked about it in a couple of podcasts ago. Um, uh, I, th- I think it was Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here. Now, that's a song that literally, and we said this, we both said this, it speaks to your soul. I think that on its best level, that's what rock and roll does. It inspires us. Um, I know that uh, there's a lot of negativity attached uh, to rock music, and there's a lot of, you know, uh, a lot that can be said about the lifestyle of a rocker. Uh, but when they write these songs um, that are so meaningful and impactful, I, I think we have to stop and say thanks. And especially when somebody's willing to write a nice song like this one. Let me just add one final note um, that I found to be kind of interesting. That on the PRS for Music list of songs which make real men cry, this is number one. And wow. I will admit that uh, I've listened to this and, and teared up a couple of times. Not because I was contemplating suicide, but just because it's such a powerful message and a beautiful song by a an amazing vocalist. Yeah. I teared up the first time I heard Sammy Hagar sing with Van Halen, but that's another rock tale hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Treg. That was a great rock tale hour. Uh, we are now going to uh, sign off and hold hands and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> but before we do that... Please email us at dudes at rocktailhour.com if you have an interesting rocktail that you would like to suggest. We appreciate your support. If you think we're lame, well, please keep that to yourself. Also, please contact us if you would like to sponsor an upcoming rocktail hour. And until the next time, rock on. Rock on.